Do you want to reach the next level of wealth in your finances? Do you want to reach the next level of health in your relationships? Do you want to reach the next level of happiness and success? Well, you're in the right place. And this podcast is for you. Whether you are already on your way to realizing your dreams or you're stuck in a temporary situation less than ideal, you'll find solutions to optimal health, wealth, and happiness on this podcast, all aimed at helping you live your life at the optimum level. Now, here is your host, Jill Hernandez. So what is a positive culture? What does it look like? What does it sound like? How can you tell if you have one? If you're listening in right now, you probably want a more positive culture, or at least you're picking into the, how can I make my life better stories (laughs) and books and audios and people who can help you get there. I'm hoping that what I have to share with you today can serve you well in that regard, because I know that a more positive culture creates a better life and more joy. And that's my, my whole goal today is to serve you in that level. Listen, what is a positive What's a positive culture? What does it look like? What does it sound like? How can you tell? You have to know I've been in education for quite a while and I've worked with lots of different kinds of people in the same room for six hours a day, year after year after year. And not every day is amazing and we don't always get along. And there are so many differences. And differences are amazing and they create so many opportunities to learn and grow. I am so grateful that my students do not come the same, (laughs) that they have differences. And I wasn't always grateful for my own differences, but I've learned through my experience that our differences create this amazing opportunity to culture our culture. Let me talk about three different types of cultures. And I'm not talking about countries. I'm just talking about the way things are done. That's basically what a culture is for me. It's how do you do this? And how do you do this? And how do you do that? Because we all eat food and we all take care of our bodies and we all talk and we all sing. But how do we do it? Those are the differences that I'm talking about. So there are three types of energies that can exist in your cultures. The first is a positive energy. The second is a negative energy. And the last is a neutral energy. Yeah, I kind of left the not so desirable ones at the end, the negative and neutral energies. Because if you have a negative energy in your culture or neutral energy in your culture, you're not culturing growth. You're not culturing, you notice how I use it as a verb this time, you're not culturing anything positive as noted by the fact that there's negativity or neutrality in the culture, which is not fostering any growth of positivity. And what's happening in those kinds of cultures is basically stuff's dying, right? Think about in science, when they culture stuff in Petri dishes to see if it'll grow, if it's able to grow, then they have some information and data on their hands they can work with. If nothing's growing, then what do you have? Nothing. You don't have anything. So there's positive, negative, and neutral cultures. Again, it's not country. It's just energy. What kind of energy do you have in your culture? Uh, There are plenty of advantages to having a positive culture, and I'm sure you could think of plenty as well. You're just overall going to have a happier, more joyful life, and you'll be able to understand how You have a positive culture and what it looks like and what it sounds like. Now, I don't want you from the end of this podcast to come back and say, 
You said that this was going to make a positive culture in my life. I'm giving you the ideas and the principles and the elements. The application is totally up to you. And it's going to look a little different. And that's the beauty of these same ideas. Application as applied can bring about a positive culture. And that's been my experience. I am so glad that I have the opportunity to stand on some platform like this and talk about culture because I grew up in the United States in a pretty normal family. I mean, we're pretty average, just regular American family. Yes, we had a lot of kids in our family, but we were just pretty average. We went to school, graduated high school, went to college, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I followed a pretty average path. And I would say many of my peers did about the same thing too. But Early on in my 20s, I met my husband, and he lived in New York City at the time, and we met, and he was from a totally different culture. And my eyes were being opened at that time to other ideas and other ways of doing things. Eventually, we got married, right? And now we just have this mix of cultures, and it hasn't been very easy, and I guess it can come inflict a lot more differences or bring a lot more differences into the marriage. But it's not impossible. In fact, it's super fun. And it's possible to create a positive culture in any kinds of relationships that you have with yourselves. And I guess that that is probably the reason cultures exists, because we relate to things. And we relate to people. And there's a way that we go about doing that. And that's our culture. We're culturing a culture. And sometimes it's a negative culture. Sometimes it's a neutral culture. And sometimes it's a positive culture. And I want to help you get a handle on the ideas of those so that you can create more positivity in your culture and bring about more positive results in your life or a positive outcome to your relationships. So what is a culture? I, I'm hoping I'm not beating the, the word up too much, but it's basically the beliefs the material traits of a group, the features of an everyday existence of these people, their attitudes, their values, their goals, and their practices. It's, in my words, the way things are done. And it comes through the behavior. Now, behavior is always a reflection of belief. And when you pick up on behavior, you can catch some belief. It's more intuitive than it is explicit, but there is element of belief in behavior that you can pick up on. And when you can find beliefs, change beliefs, you can change behaviors and therefore the culture. So let's talk in about some of the beliefs that exist, and I'm going to break it into three big areas. One, of course, being the beliefs of the culture, but I'm going to also take it down another notch, maybe a little deeper on a level and talk about allowances in a culture and acceptances in a culture. Every culture, despite country, race, background, whatever, every culture has allowances, permissions, and every culture has acceptances, approvals. And that therefore makes the opposite true too. If there's allowances, there's opposite of that, what we don't allow. And if there's acceptances, there's opposite of that, what we don't accept. Okay? So just understand if, the, if that exists in culture, then its opposite does too. Let's talk a little bit more about these allowances first, and then I'll come to beliefs at the end. Allowances, like I said, are permissions. It's what is okay and then the opposite, what is not okay? 
we allow this, but we don't allow this. I allow this, but I don't allow this. I allow myself to do, to say, to be. I allow you to do, to say, to be. I do not allow you to do or say or be, or I do not allow myself to do this or say that or be this certain way. I have a few questions, though, that I think might help us understand. You know, some allowances are pretty healthy. Some maybe aren't, though, and are causing stress. Here are some questions I want you to consider in your own culture. What is allowed? Is it okay to eat? Is it not okay to eat? Is it okay to eat this? Is it not okay to eat that? What is okay to wear? What is not okay to wear? What is okay to do? Right? And what is okay not to do? Is it okay to cheat? To lie? To steal? Is it okay? This is my favorite. Is it okay to make mistakes? Is it not okay to make mistakes? Check in with how you feel about those. What mistakes are allowed? Is it okay to experience conflict? Is it not okay to experience conflict? Why don't you kind of pay attention on which side you usually landed on? I warn you, if your answers were, it is not okay to make mistakes, it is not okay to experience conflict, you're going to end up with a pretty negative culture. A positive culture doesn't allow everything, but there are some allowances like being able to make mistakes, being able to experience some conflict that is healthy and good and serves you well. I want you to ask, because I noticed within myself, I wasn't allowing myself to make mistakes. And I would get super embarrassed if I ever made any, even to the point of tears. And I know from a young age that that's true. And yeah, I'm an adult now and I've grown up, but still I find some tendency there to not make mistakes. And if I do, or if my kids make mistakes, then it's on me. And, and I'm feeling that embarrassment that it's not okay to make mistakes. But why? Why is it not okay? You know, last week I was at the gym or maybe a couple weeks ago and I had my phone, a nice, great iPhone. I use it all the time. I use my phone for everything in my business. And I had just finished using the bike. I stood up, grabbed my phone, disconnected my headphones from it. And at that point, lost grip on my phone and it fell to the floor. And on its way, it hit another machine and the metal leg of that machine before it finally settled on the ground. I realized as I picked it up and I was quick, right? I have reflexes. I'm reacting and I'm trying to save my phone from falling, but it falls and it hits the metal leg of this other machine and I pick it up and the screen is shattered, totally shattered. I can't do anything with it. The touch screen is not a touch screen. It's a shattered screen now. And I asked myself in that moment, is this okay? Is this okay that I totally shattered my phone? And it's all my fault because I was the one using it and I totally dropped it. Is this okay? And I just had a moment where I thought, yeah, I'm, it's okay. I can 
have accidents where I drop my phone. And it's okay. It's just a phone. I can replace the screen and everything's going to be fine. There are some obvious things we want to avoid or not allow, some accidents we don't want to go through. Yet, in the end, I think it's all going to work out. And I want you to touch or tune into the fact that it might be all right. It might be okay for you to make mistakes. Actually, that feels a lot better than you're not allowed to make mistakes. It's not okay for you to drop your phone and shatter the screen. It just feels a lot better. Okay, that's allowance, permissions, what's okay, what's not okay. Let's go on to the next one, acceptances. These are the approvals. I like this. I don't like that. What do I, I accept this. I don't accept that, right? Acceptances exist in every culture. It's just an element of culture. I want you to think about what you accept. What do you like? What do you not like? And I want you to tune in with some of these statements of acceptance and culture, and I want you to figure out which side you mostly stand on. Because again, we're going to get into that positive and negative. And if these don't matter to you, you probably have a neutral culture. Let's just dice that down right now. It's probably just neutral. If you're more on the negative side, you probably have a negative culture. Is that terrible? Are you allowed to have a negative culture? Why, yes, you are. It's okay. Just your awareness of it alone is powerful because then you can own it. (laughs) Absolutely all of it. Or you can change it if you want to. It's possible to do that. I'm a coach. I help people change. And I love helping people change. It fills me up. It lights me up. And I love working with people. And I love the truth. Because when you get to the truth of, I have a negative culture it's good because then you now can change it. But if you're unaware of it and you're unaware of the truth of what exists around you, there's not much you can do about it. So embrace the truth, not to the point of suffocating yourself from being able to get away from it, but to the point of accepting and moving through that truth into your new reality. Listen, here are some of the cultural acceptance statements that I want you to tune in with. First, we like, I'm using we Because typically it's shared among a group of people. But you can always change it to I. Maybe I'll do both in the podcast so you can hear them both. We like clean, organic, whole foods. We don't like processed foods. See how they're both allowed, but then there's an acceptance. Now it's at another level of, well, if we have processed foods and whole organic foods, I'm going on the whole organic side. Did you see that? Okay, so this is a deeper level of culture here. We like perfection. Anyone heard that in their family or on the job? We like perfection. Oh, in school, it's everywhere. I used to be that way too. If it wasn't perfect, it wasn't good enough. Start over. And every fail was a tick uh, against myself. However, the opposite. We don't like perfection. You could change that too and get back into a negative culture. Here's what it sounds like in a negative culture. We don't like imperfection. Did you hear the two negatives? Do you get it? It's starting to come together, right? We like these clothes. We don't like those clothes. We like shopping. We don't like working. We like familiarity. We don't like diversity. What is this kind of sounding like to you right now? And maybe you're checking into this. Sounds like a negative culture. 
So what are we going to do? Flip it to the positive, which is so awesome. That's why these negative and positives work so well. Just be opposite. Start to adopt those kinds of acceptances and you'll get a po- more positive culture. Like, for example, we'll go back to the we don't uh, we like these clothes. We don't like those clothes. No, I'll go to the we like we like working. We don't like wasting. Right. Just flip it. We like familiarity. Well, maybe you could. And the opposite. We don't like diversity. Okay. We like diversity. We don't love familiarity. Check in with your culture. See where you're at. We like conflicting views. We don't like fights. We like comfort. We don't like pain. I've never met anyone who liked pain, by the way. I'm not a person who's advocating for liking pain. But some pain is healthy. Okay? So instead of uh, I like pain, I don't like pain, it's I recognize some pain right now. This pain is from, and then go back to the source of the pain. And then we can take care of part of the pain, right? We like conformity. We don't like different or even opposing views. How do you change that into positive culture? We don't like conformity in every sense. We do like obedience to basic laws and ordinances, but we embrace and accept opposing views, different views, eye-opening views. Okay, so did we go through, you went through the list with me. We had culture allowances and we have cultural acceptances. And then they all come down to those beliefs that we hold. That's the last element of culture. What do you believe? Do certain beliefs limit you in your culture? I believe, therefore I, yeah, every culture has them. I believe I can do this, therefore I do it. I believe I can't do this, therefore I don't do it. I believe that my my work needs to be perfect. Therefore, if it's not, it's not going anywhere. I believe I must have this before I can start something new. I believe that my worth is contingent on my performance. So unless my performance is really up there, then I'm not worth it. There's so many things about belief. I'm not going to jump into all of them today, but just think about what culture are you perpetuating because of the everyday things that you're doing and how you're doing them? I was speaking with a director of a district recently who asked the same question. What am I doing that perpetuates a culture like this? Because as individuals and working in this particular field, they're amazing people. But when they get all together, for some reason, the culture is negative. There's just a negative culture that exists. But what am I doing to perpetuate that? First off, let's get to your awareness of it. Second off, let's talk about what's allowed, what's accepted, and what's believed. And then last, let's tackle something in the culture. And the best way I can tell you to start a more positive culture today is just to smile and also to start with yourself. Because typically the culture around you is more so reflective of who and what culture you culture for yourself. So to finish and wrap up, 
one last time, the three, three parts of culture, the positive, negative, and neutral cultures, and the three elements of culture, the allowances, the acceptances, and the beliefs are all going to shape how you do things on a daily basis. I encourage you to reach out. Please post a comment and a review on this if it touched you in some way or brought up some issue that's going on wherever you are why not share it post it on your social media and share and uh, review us share us like us i'm jill i'm a positivity coach and i'm here to help you have a more positive life experience and more positive outcomes on a daily basis and we can get after that by getting after our culture i invite you to visit my webpage at positivitycultures.com i kind of said it quick let me say it one more time positivity cultures with an s dot com we would love to engage with you on that page and you'll hear me talking more about culture as it relates to business specifically with my experience there but anywhere you're at remember these three parts of culture get after the one that you hold and tune in because we're going to do more digging in into positivity cultures thanks again for being here take care